Jesus is available and he has mercy. He does not turn away those who seek him out, even an unclean outcast who was a woman. Welcome to Chronicles Ministry, and I'm going to ask you to join me today in Mark 5, verse 21 to 34. So before we go any further, let's open our Bible and take a look at that scripture. It's a well-known scripture, actually, so you uh, may be familiar with the story, but we're going to go back, and we're going to go back so that we can remember. So, five, Mark 5, verse 21 to 34, it says this, when Jesus had again crossed over by boat to the other side of the lake, a large crowd gathered around him while he was by the lake. Then one of the synagogue leaders named Jairus came, and when he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet. He pleaded earnestly with him, My little daughter is dying. Please come and put your hands on her so that she will be healed and live. So Jesus went with him. A large crowd followed and pressed around him. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had. Yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. Because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Immediately, her bleeding stopped and she felt it in her body that she had been freed from her suffering. Once Jesus realized that power had gone out of him, he turned around, um, around in the crowd and asked, Who touched my clothes? You see the people crowding against you, the disciples answered, and yet you can ask who touched me? But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman, knowing of what had happened to her, came and fell at Jesus' feet, Trembling with fear, she told him the whole truth, and he said, it's beautiful, and he said, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. So that's Mark 5, verse 21 to 34. And what we have here is we have an anonymous nobody that comes to Jesus and finds healing. This woman, as we have just read, she had suffered for 12 years, and the suffering brought great sorrow. Mark um, actually stresses the desperate uh, condition of this woman by recording the details of her history. Before she met Jesus, she was incurable. She did have faith in Jesus' ability to heal her, and she had a belief that she could be healed simply by touching his clothes. She tried to remain unobtrusive as she was rendered unclean by all who touched her. Who, oh, sorry, she was rendered unclean and all who touched her would be considered unclean as well. And we actually see that from Leviticus 15 verse 25 to 27. So this nameless woman was bankrupt. She had given her doctors all of her money, yet none of them could cure her. She spent all she had to find an answer. And she did. She did find an answer. But it wasn't with the doctors. It was at the feet of Jesus. Her hemorrhaging was slowly destroying her. It was draining the life right out of her. She was sapped of all of her strength, not only physically, but also emotionally. All dignity was gone. She was in poverty on all levels, 
Now the law at this time stated, very foreign to us, but not to her. The law at that time stated that she was ceremonially unclean, which greatly restricted her religious and social life. She was unclean. She was an outcast. She was ostracized by all society. She may not be in contact with her friends, her family, and she would have been excommunicated from being able to go into the synagogue. She was shut out. Not only that, her condition was embarrassing. She, however, let nothing stand in her way. She pushed her way through the crowd and she came to Jesus. This woman, with whatever measure of faith she may have had, laid everything aside and came to Jesus. She had heard the stories of others being healed, so she made a great attempt to get through the crowd to get to her Savior. And you know what? She wasn't disappointed. She was weak, and her Jesus made her strong. Verse 29 says, As soon, as soon as she touched Jesus' garment, she knew that she had been healed immediately. She knew immediately that she was whole, and the healing was instantaneous. Both her and Jesus knew that she had been healed. The unnamed woman planned to slip away and get lost in the crowd, but Jesus turned and stopped her. He knew. He knew that he had been touched, and he knew why. Jesus stops from where he was heading to. He was about to have a face-to-face -face encounter with this woman who had enough faith to touch him and be healed. He was going to call her out and assure her that it was her faith in him that, re that, um, that rescued her, that healed her, not merely her touch. Jesus looked around in the crowd, and what did he discover? But he discovered a woman of faith. Jesus wanted to speak to her. This woman did not just bump into Jesus as a disciple suggested. No. No, she came to touch him and to be healed. Jesus was about to be more than just her healer. He was going to be her savior and friend as well. And he wanted her to look into his face and see his tenderness and hear his loving words of assurance. She came back, and she fell at his feet, full of fear and trembling, and she told him everything, it says. Tenderly, he elicited from her a wonderful testimony of what he had done for her. And there she is, at his feet. And by the time he was finished speaking to her, she had experienced something more than just physical healing. This woman had learned that she had nothing to fear. Jesus was going to put her fears aside and he spoke to her with sensitivity and compassion. Not only that, he calls her daughter. And this is the only place in scripture where we see Jesus calling someone a daughter. Her faith not only brought physical healing, but it also brought spiritual healing as well. Her faith was the means whereby she obtained Jesus' help. She expressed belief that he could heal her, and he, she hoped that he would. 
it was God's will for this woman to be healed. And Jesus assured her that her healing was complete and permanent. He said, your faith has made you well. It was her faith that made her well, not just touching Jesus' clothes. And he calls her daughter. Daughter. Better than any other name. The nameless outcast is given identity. She is called the daughter of the giver of life. His blood for hers. Now she may not have understood that at the time, but she would. She would understand one day. She would understand what he did for her. She was his daughter. She came to him in shame and in secret. And she tries to get away in shame, in secret. But Jesus said, no, no, you are worth more to me than that. My blood for yours, daughter, you are mine. Jesus sent her away in peace, a brand new day, a brand new identity, and brand new life. He did give her physical healing, but we all know that that was just temporary. But something much greater happened that day. He gave her everlasting life. He was on his way to an important man's house who is no less important to Jesus than this woman, but that's the point. She is just as important to Jesus. And he was on his way to an important man's house who had a name. And he stopped for the nameless one. And he gave her a new name and belonging. She belonged nowhere she was an outcast, but not anymore. She belonged to the creator of all things. Now, because of the thinking of this day, when this unclean woman touched Jesus, he would have been unclean. But because of the nature of Jesus and the power of God, that is not how it worked. When the woman touched Jesus in faith, he was not made unclean, the opposite happened. The woman was instead made whole. The woman was made clean. When you and I come to Jesus and lay it all at his feet, everything, our sin, our sickness, our loneliness, whatever it is, it doesn't make him unclean or a sinner. No, no, he makes us clean and he makes us whole. No matter what we've done, no matter where we've been, no matter what we carry with us, if we're an outcast, a nobody, or even a somebody like Jairus, Jesus is available. Jesus is available. Come to him. Fall at his feet and tell him all that troubles you. He is there full of tender mercy and compassion. He is the one who gives us our identity. Do you need a new identity? Look back with me, read, and see how Jesus reacted to those who came to him. He does not turn them away. He makes them whole, the best kind of whole, the whole that this world could never, ever offer us. The great I am, the creator, the one who gives the breath of life, will call you son or daughter. You belong to him who gave his blood for yours. And look again, look again with me at this nameless woman who was suffering physically at the hands of doctors and society, at the hands of family, friends, and even church. Be reminded, be reminded that she had enough faith to come and just touch 
Jesus, just touch him. Be reminded when you go back and you read it, how Jesus responded to her. He loved her and he made her whole. She was his. What troubles you? What troubles me? Are you lonely? Have you suffered at the hands of others? Do you believe that you don't belong? Do you feel invisible? Do you think you are an outcast? Do you feel dirty, unlovable, or even undesirable? Uh Uh-uh. Be reminded. Come with me and look back. Jesus was right there. He was available to this nameless woman. And be reminded, look again at what he did for her. It is recorded for us so that we can go back and remember Jesus' faithfulness. Hebrews 13 verse 8 clearly states, Jesus is the same yesterday and today and forever. The nature of Jesus as it is revealed in the Bible is the same nature of Jesus that we see in him today. Jesus does not, Jesus does not change over time. Fall at his feet. He is there to love you, listen, comfort, heal, and give you your identity. Remember, go back, read, and remember so that we can move forward in hope. We are daughters and sons of the unchanging, loving, life-giving Savior. In remembrance, come to Jesus. He's available. Lay all your troubles at his feet. He is listening and move forward for you have been given your identity you belong to Jesus and you and I will be sent in peace by the one who gives peace amen